Most studio owners find that there are predictably slow periods throughout the year, during which class attendance is low and new client enrollments are often down. Now, although these seasonal dips may have become the norm, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. There are some specific things that you can do to help reduce the impact of seasonality on your studio business if you're prepared to be proactive. And in today's episode, as we head into the summer months, I want to share with you my top tips for keeping your classes full, for keeping your schedules full, whether whatever season of the year we're in. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me again today. Now, I have to say, when I started this podcast um, over a year ago, I had no idea how it all work out. I really had no idea whether I would enjoy it, whether it would work, whether I'd keep being able to do it every single week. But I have to say that I really enjoy popping in each week with these insights and tips for you. Really, I do. And to be honest, I have had such overwhelmingly positive feedback that um, what you're hearing, you're enjoying. And if that's the case, then I would love it if you could pop into wherever you're listening to this and leave a really quick review. It would mean a lot to me, but that is also where you can share with me the topics you most love hearing about. And that's where I'll go to look for your impact input about what potentially um, we can be talking about in future episodes of this podcast, of the Pilates Business Podcast. And, you know, I cover everything on this show from pricing to um, to uh, marketing strategies, to hiring, to training your team, um, to navigating business planning long-term and short-term. And obviously those incredible guest interviews where we get so much insights about what really happens on a day-to-day basis inside of a successful studio business. And so I want to hear what you want to hear about. All right. So head on over to wherever you're listening to us, leave a quick review and tell me what you love to hear about and what you are really looking for help with and what you have found helpful so far so I can do more of that. All right. Now let's turn to the episode on and what did this for this week and, and what I really want to talk about with you is how we can um, be more proactive about overcoming the seasonality that we often see in our business. Because well, let's face it, the summer season is upon us. Kids are out of school. Families are taking their annual vacation. The warm weather um, is inviting all of us to head out to the neighborhood pool, perhaps to see friends make a splash, right? You may have already started to see um, some of your attendance numbers drop off a little bit. Um, maybe you see people um, heading out of town, 
And, you know, I think that for most people in our industry, for folks in the boutique fitness space, the excitement of that summer, especially amongst a population like our client base that enjoy movement, um, it can mean that people are heading outside for their movement practice more often. And so this time of year tends to bring um, lower class turnouts and and often um, lower new client enrollment numbers. And what I see is that a lot of studio owners actually take this time as quite valuable time to focus on certain elements of their business, other aspects of their business, or even honestly, to enjoy just some downtime, some time off, um, a slower pace. Um, and if that's something that you want for your business and yourself, that's fantastic. But if you are keen to avoid a slowdown in the summer, then I have to say, it doesn't have to be that way. There are so many benefits to having a very steady stream of revenue in your business all year round. And hedging against that seasonality is, is a way to get more reliable, more consistent income from your studio business, retain more clients and teachers as well, and, and, and really continue to grow your studio business no matter what the season. Now, before we jump into the strategies that I have for you that I want to share with you today um, to help you overcome that seasonality, let's just quickly review when we typically see um, these dips in attendance and often equally dips in revenue and profit, right? So generally, no surprises, um, those summer months are often quieter. So generally um, between sort of June through August are often quieter times for boutique fitness studios. You may have seen this in your studio in the years gone by. The last couple of years have been a bit of a mix, (laughs) a bit chaotic. Um, And so they're not generally reflective of these trends that we, you know, I've been looking at this uh, attendance numbers inside of boutique fitness studios for nearly, you know, 10 years. Um, And we generally see that during those summer months, attendance drops off. Um, And a lot of it depends on your client base and what their habits and routines are. Um, But June through August tends to be a little bit quieter. Some months or some weeks in the summer just tend to be absolutely quiet. You know, some studios in parts of the world um, will actually shut for a couple of weeks in August as well. So a lot of it depends on where you're at, where your studio is, and again, the clients that you have. The other time of year, we do often see a bit of a decline and where you kind of have to really, what I say, fight for those fight for those numbers is um, during November and December, which is kind of no surprise. You know, um, the holiday season is another time where people tend to get distracted um, and, you know, people tend to slow down a little bit. So the numbers tend to be a little bit lower at those times of the year as well. You know, for the summer, with most kids out of school, anyone that has, you know, young children, family that they are thinking about, and even if they don't have children, then they're often thinking about where they're going to be taking their travels for the summer, right? So it's it's just a very, t- it's a period of time where there's a lot of change in schedules. And so we are, we are you know, that's reflected in their attendance in your studio. When people have more regular routines, um, schools are back, you know, and generally sort of our work culture requires us to be um, actively at work. Um, Then, you know, we see that's when we see sort of more consistency in attendance and visits in a studio. Now, the bottom line really is that when your clients get busy in their personal lives, 
they often will end up skipping sessions at your studio. So what we want to make sure we're doing is finding ways to mitigate that um, and perhaps learn how and different sort of ta- uh, strategies and tactics that can help um, reduce the impact of those sort of disruptions um, and keep up attendance as much as possible. Okay. So I'm going to share with you today um, three strategies um, that will help you to be more proactive in keeping clients in the studio, or at least keeping revenue rolling in, um, regardless of whatever month of the year that you are in. So the first strategy I want to share with you is to actually add um, very creative, uh, targeted, um, seasonal specific classes to your schedule. All right. So what does this mean? Well, one way to get more bodies into the studio during those slow periods is actually to create special programming or special sessions, special classes that are only available during that time. So for example, let's maybe think about the summer months, right? One of the major contributors to low studio attendance is the fact that school is out and parents have their kids home with them or they're juggling more um, in terms of more, in terms of the kids being um, around a lot more, right? So childcare will become a concern. People are talking about what they're doing with their kids. How are they doing camps? Are they doing um, day camps or what have you? Where are they going to be doing? How are you, these how are these parents going to keep their children active um, during their summer months? And to overcome that, um, a lot of studios that I've worked with have had huge success with creating mommy and me classes for little ones to attend um, as well alongside their parents or even offering, um, you know, the opportunity for teens and mums or tweens and mum classes um, as well. And if you've got the ability to do so, some studios will even offer childcare in the studio for certain classes on the schedule during the months or the, during the time of year where um, we you know, where we know schools are out, and that is just a really smart way to perhaps mitigate that concern about childcare, where you know mums will just skip their workouts because they don't have anyone to take care of their kids, right? And they feel perhaps guilty about leaving them at home and going to work out. They don't need to. They shouldn't. Sometimes that happens. How can we help them still stick to their workout? One way is to offer. Um, alternative options for them to be able to still fit in their workout. It might not be quite the same with their kids there with them. It might not be 100% of the experience that they're used to, but as long as they're moving, it's still going to do the job, right? So for older kids like teens and young adults, you can actually create classes specifically aimed at that age group. And, you know, when you start to think about things this way and you start to sort of think about this as instead of it being, um, you know, all or nothing. It's just this one way we do things where we don't have children in the studio. We don't have classes for teens, young adults. If you start to think about how can we solve this problem? How can we look for alternative ways to, to create that um, opportunity to come into the studio? Then you start to see where there might be options for your clients to bring their children, their, cho- their young children or their older children And you could actually position it as a really fun social opportunity to stay active over the summer and get sweaty with friends and, you know, even up it the, the, the ante by having some perhaps special social events after sessions at special times during the week as well. So once you start to think about this creatively and you add in some other fun ways to keep your community active and keep your community moving, 
um, and you look for ways to problem solve, um, you might be really amazed at what you can come up with. So that strategy number one is to create targeted seasonal specific classes for the schedule. And again, these are not things you might offer all year round. They will be things, uh, classes and sessions that you offer during certain periods of the year. All right. So that's the first, first strategy I want to share with you. Perhaps that will inspire you to think a little bit differently about what you could do. The second strategy I want to share with you is to use um, a special incentive um, during that sort of seasonal period of time where you tend to see a decline in revenue or a decline in attendance. So not only do you often see a dip in attendance from existing members, but you'll often see um, a drop in new client enrollments as well. And so this is often a good time to think about how you can once again get creative with inviting new folks into the studio. Oftentimes, studios will offer summer-only promotions, special promotions, special combinations of classes or a series of classes that will help people who perhaps wouldn't have otherwise considered trying your sessions to come in to the studio. So you can offer special incentives that they only get during your slow seasons. So for example, let's just say you wanted to get um, a new client signed up for memberships ahead of the holiday season. You might offer a discount that's only a special, special discount that's only available during the months of say November, right? And you could even sweeten the deal by offering a prize if they sign up for a challenge or attend a predetermined number of classes during the holidays. Okay. And there's lots of ways that you can create um, make attendance challenges and, and, um, really exciting and fun. And that really leads me to my last strategy that really does help to bolster seasonal attendance for those people who are still active in your business. And that is challenges. I mentioned it already. Seasonal workout challenges are super fun and super engaging for your clients. All clients, or many, not all, I shouldn't say all, that's not generalization perhaps, but many people really enjoy these challenges because it really activates their competitive nature and it encourages them to recommit to their goals and often gives them a very concrete goal to work towards. So um, challenges can really help to really encourage people to think about how active they're really being and, and gives them kind of a, a bit of accountability for the work. And obviously, the more they come, the better they will feel, the stronger they will get faster, right? So seasonal slow periods really are a fantastic time to create engaging and fun challenges that will draw people into the studio, current clients as well as new clients. So you could run a one-month challenge for um, one of the months during the summer or even all three of those uh, slow summer months. Um, or you could, you know, create a challenge that that lasts the whole summer season. Get creative with how you motivate and reward participants and be sure to, to get as excited as you want them to be um, so that they stay engaged the whole time, all the way through. So sure, they can earn perhaps something a little bit more significant in the end, like um, some of your merchandise, perhaps you might want to give away, but you don't have to spend a lot of money on any of these kind of rewards at all. You'd be surprised 
at how motivating even a a golden star sticker on, you know, a, 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 a bingo card can really be for people who are just looking for that extra reason to be, to be there who perhaps are, you know, that bit, have that competitive nature, right? So, you know, watch your clients smile every time they earn a star on that that chart on the wall that you might want to put up in the studio, right? It helps to create buzz amongst your clients and really can be so wonderful for your studio during a time where it may feel like it's lacking energy. And, and you know, I have to say throughout all of these, these strategies, you're the one who is going to need to create that energy to pull people in and keep people active. And the more fun you can make it, well, the more fun everyone has, right? Now, seasonal dips are something that, you know, as the, I think the industry has come to accept as a, as a, you know, as the norm perhaps, but with that little bit of preparation and by being that little bit more proactive, by putting in a little bit of extra thought ahead of time, you really can shore up your studio to have a busier, slower season, if that makes sense, than, than, than ever before. And truly the key really is to be proactive about, um, what you're doing and what you're implementing um, in, in your side of your marketing strategy for your business. All right. So there you have it. Three strategies that you can implement inside of your studio business to overcome seasonal slowdowns. So number one was to create targeted season specific classes for the schedule. All right. So we talked about having um, uh, classes for young adults, for teens. We talked about having mummy and me classes, you know, and you could even take classes outside um, or get as creative as you can. Think about what your clients are um, dealing with at that time and perhaps how you can help them to stay active wherever they are. All right. You also could consider incentivizing your clients with a special seasonal package or pricing, right? So maybe that's a discount on um, a, a special discount for new clients in your studio during that period of time, or even a slightly different way to access your um, your classes. Maybe that they, they do a series, or maybe you offer this. Is, maybe this is the only time you offer a, an unlimited membership for a certain um, certain classes that you offer. Okay, so you can do these one time offers that are only available during these down months. And then finally. Don't hesitate to create that extra buzz, perhaps with some challenges or some um, fun um, uh, way that you can reactivate and continue to keep your clients active and engaged. Lots of ways you can do that. Um, we, we talk about a lot of really fun ways inside of my Thrive group coaching program. Um, some folks in there do bingo, which everybody just absolutely loves. Um, some folks do um, 30-day challenges, which tends to get really people really activated and excited about moving. Um, there's lots of different ways you can you can run these sorts of challenges or competitions. Um, and, and they really do work really, really nicely if they're executed well, if you are thoughtful about how you want to, to run them and, and how you are engaging with your clients before, during, and after. Okay. So I hope this was helpful to you as you sort of think ahead into the summer months and think about how you might want to make sure you can continue to um, stay in control of your revenue and, and you have some options to drive revenue growth over this time. Now, I want to let you know that I've actually created a free resource for you that you can grab right here in the show notes. And it's all about how to figure out exactly what you need to do to make your next $100,000 
in revenue in your studio business. Now, before you get too excited, I want to make sure that you know, I'm not just about throwing around big numbers, but I do know that whether you want to add 100,000 in revenue or 10,000 in revenue this year, you need to understand what needs to happen inside your business, what needs to happen under the hood to generate that type of revenue number. And so inside this download, I take you step by step through the numbers. And so you can see exactly what that looks like in terms of the number of clients you might need, the number of sessions you might need, the number of classes you might need, so that you can figure out where that bottleneck might be for you in your business that might be holding you back from reaching the revenue that you want to reach. All right. It's well worth a read. I take you step by step. There's a lot of really good insight in there. So go ahead and grab the download. Um, You'll find it in the show notes or you can go to spring3.com forward slash profit. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Mm